So I got on this kick uh, when 60 Minutes did that story a couple of weeks ago about uh, people need to find jobs that make their heart sing. I got my dream job. Let me check. Let me put my shirt aside here. My heart is not singing. <laughs> not even humming. <laughs> and it was all about the great resignation, the big quit, the millions of people that have quit their jobs. And if you have been able to quit your job and get a better one that either pays more or you like better, awesome for you. But this change in attitude about work that seems to be happening where it's got to be a job that just makes your heart sing or 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 better to stay at home. And then uh or and you know I might argue there are some people who think if I'm not just fully realizing my potential as a human through my work, uh, my life sucks. This is not the way things things have gone terribly wrong. Just through crazy expectations. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stories like that one, 60 Minutes, are certainly uh, putting those expectations in people's head. And then we were uh, reading from this Wall Street Journal article yesterday. was about the number of men that aren't working, men that are in the prime of working age life that aren't working. As I already mentioned, we have a lower percentage of men in the prime of their uh, working years not working than we did during the Great Depression, which is stunning. And um, this guy named Eberstadt has written a book about it, and he's quoted a lot in the Wall Street Journal. I wanted to read this part because I thought it was pretty important as he ended this. The widespread contempt for many ordinary jobs may be making the problem worse. Journalists and economists who cheer on the Great Resignation often stigmatize work in the same breath. Writing off low-paid jobs is not worth taking. It's astonishingly condescending to say that some work is meaningless. And it shows an astonishing ignorance of how other people live. It's wonderful that millions of people are finding better work, but there are millions more who could fill the jobs they're vacating, and disdain for low-skill work helps keep those people away. Instead of stigmatizing low-skill jobs, we should do better to stigmatize idleness, especially young among working-age men. Not long ago, the idea that one in eight men, because that's the current stat, one in eight men should be neither working nor looking for work would have been absolutely a horrifying prospect. We should re-embrace the prospect that could do a lot of good for our economy. So extrapolating that, as I think about it, I got to believe culturally right now, if you're, if you're a 25-year-old male who lives with your parents, there's less social pressure on you than if you're a 25-year-old male who has a really uncool job. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, right. you, you have more social credit living in your parents' basement and not having a job than if you worked at McDonald's. Whereas when I was young, which isn't a 100 years ago, you wouldn't think the culture could change that much. The idea, I've, I was never, ever once around somebody when I was 27 years old who was my age who lived with their parents. Ever. And it would have been just, what now? I mean, unless they were like special ed or something, it would have been, what? What? Yeah, they'd have to be pretty severely handicapped for that to be the case. Right. Um, uh, But if you worked a fast food job or something like that, you got a job. You're just, you know, I don't, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. But now it's, I think the culture has changed. And part of that, as that author points out there, is uh, the way the media and economists handle it. They they disdain those jobs. They talk about those jobs as they're as if they're beneath you. We've been doing the whole um, uh, jobs Americans won't take spiel for decades now, and convincing a lot of Americans that no, you don't need to do that kind of work. You don't know cleaning up hotels or restaurant work. No, better better to not work at all. 
You know, I think it may be part and parcel of a lot of things we're seeing these days, including the uh, the Republican Party becoming much more the the party of the working class, and that's that you know college educated suburban paternalistic superiority syndrome. You know, you've got a women's studies degree from uh, Ivy League school or something like that. These people are convinced they are better than everybody else and sure. smarter and can tell us how to run our lives. And I think that relates to some stuff we'll be talking about uh, next hour, uh, attitudes about COVID and lockdowns and regulations and such. So that's just catching up from something we talked about later in the show yesterday. Then I came across this just randomly yesterday. I think I saw it on Twitter. Hey, Fox is talking about us. It's the anti-work subreddit on on Reddit that has 1.7 million idlers, it says here. Uh, and uh, The description is, it's a subreddit for those who, uh, if you don't know Reddit, and I just became aware of Reddit recently. Maybe I'm the uh, last one to the party, but it's just a gazillion different forums of different topics, and you can create your own one, and maybe it catches on. A subreddit for those who want to end work, are curious about ending work, want to get the most out of a work-free life, want more information on anti-work ideas, and want personal help with their own jobs, work-related struggles. Since this is radio, I've got to tell you, I'm making an expression like, how does that work? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like there's an anti-breathing subreddit, and people say, I've given up breathing. I haven't breathed for three of three days. I'm like, how, how does that work? Yeah. The forum's slogan, according to Wikipedia, is unemployment for all, not just the rich. Wow. Uh through the looking glass and people. not only is it uh, celebrating the idea of not working in a society where people don't have to work like did, did putin start this and we just have enough slackers that joined on and made it run or i don't know what um members frequently discuss ways to slack off cheat sabotage and steal from their employees employers as an act of defiance so if you do have a job you need to sabotage your employer because how dare they Make you do something that's not making your heart sing. But In let me exchange just, for money. Let me just go through some of the posts, just random posts. And I, God, I could have spent all night on this thing. Uh, some girl named Sid posted, who has a rose next to her name. Uh, imagine if we worked less. Imagine if we walked around our communities, talked to our neighbors, spent time in nature, played. Imagine if we could read, write, fall in love without that nagging feeling of needing to do something. In quotes. Imagine if your life was your own. Imagine growing up, you little punk. <laughs> Imagine she, I can't tell how old she is. She's young, early 20s. Imagine getting to your early 20s without having come up against an explanation of how that's impossible. <laughs> no, at no point, your parents, a teacher, college, nothing ever explained to you how you're, you're, you're describing. Well, imagine if we could all fly and then we'd be able to get places without cars. You might as well say the same thing. That would be way better for pollution. Uh, all you, I, and this is a different person, all you, I never used a sick day in my life, folks, are only screwing yourselves as well as the rest of us. Listen to me. It's not noble to break your body for your employer. It's not admirable to, to brag about netting only 12 hours sleep in the past week. You're not hustling. You're a pawn, a peon, a worthless cog that will get tossed away. Wow. It, it, boy, your Putin troll theory is interesting. That sounds like straight out of, you know, Karl Marx. Most of the people I know who use few to uh, no sick days are, uh, I would define them as successful, is what I would define them as. Uh, yeah, boy, that Imagine girl with her rose, Imagine leprechauns feeding pixie dust to unicorns. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> you child? No, 
Imagine if you could poop gold bars. <laughs> wow. The pain. The pain. <laughs> okay, small gold bars. Better. Uh, they got a cartoon here. It's a, actually a Hank Hill cartoon. How about but the coins like I'm a slot machine. Oh, ding, geez. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Uh, they got a cartoon here. It's uh, actually Hank Hill and his son. I haven't watched The King of the Hill in many, many years. What's his son? Bobby? Uh, Bobby and, 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 and Hank are talking to some guitar player guy. And the guitar player guy is labeled as hustle culture. They use this term a lot on the anti-work Reddit. Hustle culture, mm, which yeah. we've all been brainwashed to do, and it's making America worse. You're not making jobs better. You're just making living worse, he says to hustle culture. Wow. Um, and then another cartoon. My parents in their 20s. Let's have a baby. Me in my 20s. Going to sleep is cheaper than buying food. Because Wait, of what? the rampant starvation all across America among people in their 20s. Wow. This is what it looks like. Ancient Rome. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. This is what it looks like. This is what your, this is what your, uh, your, your 25 year old who got the graduate degree who lives in your basement is doing at night before they go to sleep. They're on this subreddit posting or reading. Here's somebody working your whole life just to enjoy a few years when you're close to death is one of the biggest scams. Okay. So uh, all of life and society owes you the opportunity for idleness. Getting back to that Wall Street Journal article. Craft a society where you get a certain number of years of idleness provided to you by somebody. How how does that work? Well, show me the being, the animal, even the amoeba that exists without effort to feed itself. That there aren't any. And uh, that's I, man, I'd like to talk to these people. What's the alternative? What do you envision? Explain it in detail, please. Right, right. I'll do one more of these because I could do this all day long. It's just it was blowing my mind. I'm loving this. Um, uh, here's one where they break down the, uh, the the expenses. They're they're a McDonald's employee apparently. Either they're a McDonald's employee or they're tweeting on behalf of another McDonald's employee. Another hot early twenty something chick. Uh, savings, $100, mortgage, rent, $600, car payment, $150, adds it all up, blah, 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 but what I make a minimum wage. So that's uh, perpetuating the old myth that your minimum wage jobs are designed for you to be able to live off of. Right. Or even support a family on, according to some, you know, way lefties. Uh, yeah, like you just brought up, I don't, I feel like I could argue, not even argue, just convince these people of the error of their position with like a chalkboard and in 15 minutes <laughs> just uh, where do you expect you're you're not going to work who's going to provide the, the home that you're living in this whole idle lifestyle the neighborhood you're going to walk around Who, who's how, how are the, the houses are going to pay their fair share oh that could be it that they could be under the under the belief that there is just so much extra tax money out there among the rich that but why would the rich continue to go to work every day so that you can walk around the neighborhood and fall in love and all the stuff that you described without working? I know. You, you described it as an error in their thinking. It's an impossibility. It's it's just bizarre. It's hard to know where to begin arguing the point. Yeah. So between the disdain for certain kinds of jobs and the just wildly unicorn-like view of how people feed themselves. I, I don't know where we're headed. I don't know what percentage of people feel this, but well, we, we have a bigger percentage of working age men not working than we did during the Great Depression. So it's here. Well, if hard times truly come, they'll be disabused of their notions in a big hurry. 
to paraphrase Thomas Sowell, there are some ideas so idiotic only an intellectual could hold them. I think this is one of them. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot slash iHeart.